0: Paso
1: a Paso. Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode from the Paso a Paso Networks podcast, the Paso Paso Podcast. My name is Miles. As always, happy to be here with you once again. Uh, just a brief intro for those who are new to the podcast or hear, but hear it but don't know what Paso Paso is, uh, pasotaos.org is our website, and it is a network of early childhood uh, community members, care providers, and beyond um, in Taos and the region who support not only young children but their families um, and want to collaborate to spread the message of the importance of early childhood, the experiences children have the support that exists for the families and that's what this podcast hopes to provide to you the listener so we're back again and today we'll be discussing the topic of home care home child care providers and what efforts are taking place in our taos community to uh, reach out to folks who either are taking care of other people's children or may think about it how can we support them and things like that so uh, we have another great guest today and uh, would you like to introduce yourself
2: Hello, my name is Monica Trujillo and my role is the Home Child Care Liaison with the uh, Taos Early Childhood Alliance um, under the Paso Paso Network.
1: Awesome. And thanks so much for joining us today. I know a good amount about what you're working on, um, and it's a pleasure to work with you on it. And for the listener, this is kind of like an introduction to this initiative, um, and I think this will be a part one of two, with the second one coming down the line in the future. But how would you describe what your role is, um, now that you're working with Paso Paso and and all that?
2: Sure. um, So in this role, we're kind of looking at the quality child care um, specifically in home settings um, so we're working on what that might mean to individuals here in Taos and so a couple of things we're working on right now is just kind of getting the word out that we are here to support any child home providers. Um, one of the main things that we're working on is helping individuals become registered home care providers through the state of New Mexico. Um, With this, there's many benefits. There's things like you could potentially receive uh, child care subsidy payments from the state as well as um, reimbursement for healthy meals for the children you are caring for. Um, So the registration is a big piece to that. We're also working on how else we can uh, serve these individuals or how we can support them. And another thing that came to mind is possibly providing a... CPR, uh, pediatric CPR, uh, slash first aid training for free to any home care providers that may be interested in that. Um, for us, safety is a big deal as far as quality. So, um, that's something we want to into our,
1: yeah, into account when you're doing the outreach and all that. Um, I mean, that's a lot, you know, so thanks for that thorough intro. Um, it's cool because I guess if I were to take a step back and think about the context for this, uh people taking care of kids is what has always happened <laughs> you know and then at a certain point i don't know the full history there are um now centers and larger um organizations or businesses that take care of like uh more kids at once let's say right with staff and all that um and something that um happened recently during the height of covid or you know as we know it in 2020 was that uh there were essential services and many things were still going on but it really changed the way in which um parents and young kids uh, and all of us interacted with our own communities and and something that happened during that time was maybe an emphasis on um, understanding to a greater degree the importance of people who watch other people's kids at home Um, and that is something that'll always be a part of our community no matter how many uh, early childhood education or child care settings we have So it sounds like, if I understand correctly, the interest here is in reaching out to people who may already be taking care of other people's, might be taking care of other people's kids or might consider opening um, a situation like that or opportunity like that for our community and how we can support them. You mentioned that uh, becoming registered has a lot of positive aspects to it. When you say registered, what does that mean and and how how do people kind of wrap their minds around what it might be to be registered?
2: Sure, so we would register through the state of New Mexico um It's a bit of a process um we would do a background check and then we'd do an application process, and then at that point, the state would um go into the provider's home and just make sure safety measures um or to par with their standards um, it is a process but uh, my role is to help individuals take it step by step um, we would I would help them with the the writing and the application and sending it all to the New Mexico state so um, that's my role so if anybody's interested in that um, you can contact me email um, is Monica Trujillo 0810 at gmail.com Um, Or you can call me at 224-1090, and I'm happy to help anybody who would like to even just learn more about what it means in the process.
1: Awesome. And it sounds like um, because sometimes registering for things or going through state processes can be um, intimidating folks or not something that's like you know, a fun idea of a weekend out or anything. Um, we're also gonna make videos, I think, right, to help uh, make it even clearer. But you've already actually had some interest in people reaching out to you just in the short time you've been in this role. Um, without talking about this specific person, uh, you know, what's that conversation like? Or what's an example of someone that might be interested in this?
2: Sure, so she reached out to me and we've just been in contact. A couple phone calls, um, text messages as well um i've sent her all the documents that she wanted to look over um when she feels comfortable i told her we can either meet up or do a zoom call and walk step by step question by question together and then i'm happy to help her send it in or any other questions she has so it's actually kind of fun um you could tell that she's very interested in it and she loves having that support so i'm happy to help anyone else
1: cool yeah it's an often awesome service um And you know, I think when it comes down to it, uh, the whole Paso approach to this and the TECA, the Early Childhood Alliance of Taos, um, I kind of view this as like, I don't want to say an olive branch, but like a way of basically saying, hey, we who work at various levels of systems of childcare and and caring for children in in early childhood education, support you, you know, um, support parents, support parents who watch other parents' kids, support community members who watch a bunch of kids, you know, in any forum. And how can PASO um, better support and help connect those who are doing the work? Because I imagine it could be really lonely, um, you know, being at home. Yes, you have kids there. Uh, maybe you don't get to talk to adults that often because you're so busy. Yeah. Um, you know some folks that do that. Is there any insight you can provide to what you think they might be experiencing just just in that role, whether registered or not?
2: Sure. Yeah, the registration is just a piece if someone was interested, but quality care could mean so many other things, Um, what's needed. And so if anybody has any ideas or wants to share um, what could be helpful, we would love to hear from you. Um, I've heard from one or two child um, home care providers and... Being alone with kids the majority of the day is tough on their mental health, sometimes even their physical health. Um, so what are things we can do to help support you in taking care of those um, those children as well as taking care of yourself? So we love to hear from the community on what that might mean. Um, we will be providing a couple trainings and we hope to help with the registration process. And also we hope to provide more resources on our website which we have um, created an at home page which we hope to be specifically for home care providers so we'd love ideas and um, any suggestions.
1: Yeah totally thanks for bringing that up um, and so that uh, website address is pasotaos.org slash at home but if you just go to pasotaos.org p-a-s-o-t-o-s.org there's a button you can click at the top says at home And, uh, the goal on there, as you mentioned, is not only to have information regarding how to support people who are watching kids at home in the Taos community and beyond, but also we want to have some videos on there, uh, not only on the registration process if people are interested in that, but outside of that, you know, what are some ideas for engaging with your kid if you're a first time parent out there or if you're a single parent and you're out of ideas on how to support young children or your own child, uh, what might be fun? How do you deal with your own frustration? We know that it's not easy. We're both parents ourselves. And those are things we hope to provide. Really appreciate you taking the time, Monica. It's, it's not easy to reach out to the community, even though it's a free service, and put yourself out there and also encourage other people to put themselves out there. But my feeling about this genuinely is that we are a community. And in our community, there are various things that we all do to try to help make it better and do our part. And this is just one of the many ways that We're all contributing to each other. It's a free service and again, if you're a parent or community member who has an interest or already does work with kids, Monica is here to help support you. And just um, one more time on that outreach, it is uh, Monica Trujillo0810 at gmail.com. If you are writing it down, it is M-O-N-I-C-A-T-R-U-J-I-L-L-O-0810. At gmail.com, and if you'd prefer a phone number, it's 575 224 1090, or you can go to pasotaus.org. As you know, Monica, this podcast not only is a podcast that people can find on their phones or anywhere else, but it also airs on KNCE 93.5 FM. Thanks to them for partnering on sharing this sort of information to help increase the well being of children in our community. Are there any last thoughts you have? on this topic. And certainly, as I mentioned, you know, in a a couple months, maybe we'll check in with you once again to see how things are going as you uh, move further down the the line of this work.
2: Um, Just a couple last thoughts. I'm really excited to be in this role. I think childcare is is a huge deal, um, no matter what setting. So in school, daycare, or at home. And so helping provide that quality care and supporting the providers themselves. It's truly valuable, so I'm happy to be in this position. So thank you.
1: Yeah, great. Thanks again. With our last couple minutes, maybe what we'll do is we'll just share with you out there listening some of the audio from the videos we've made recently. The the first two that are out there on YouTube and on the website to just give you a sense of the kind of discussions we are having and hope to have more of. And I'm talking to you listening right now, whether you have a kid or whether you're just in the community, if you have an idea of how uh, organizations like PASO can help better support you or the community when it comes to young children, please send us an email, Pasotaus at gmail.com. We are here to support you with lots of free services and such. So thanks again, to Monica, and we'll talk again soon. And thanks for everything you're doing.
2: Thank you.
0: You know, the more opportunity you give children to make marks on a page and make those connections between the lines and curves on a page and a letter, then they're going to start to make those connections on their own. They're going to start seeing signs and say, hey, that's an A. And they're going to write down an A on a piece of paper. Um, They're going to see it in the world around them, on the buildings, in the roads, in the trees. They're going to see letters everywhere if you give them the opportunity to draw.
1: Do I have to have expensive certain types of markers or anything, or should I just give a kid like a pencil?
0: Absolutely not. You can give them anything. I mean, even just a paintbrush and water, you know, on a blank wall outside that will dry in the sun. That's enough for a child to start to to understand um, literacy and understand letters. I think it's important that if you're feeling tired maybe you know your child's going to feed off that energy and it'd be nice to set some time for some mindfulness and doing some type of meditation together and then acknowledging their feelings but also letting them acknowledge your feelings. I would definitely suggest you know being more physical with them as far as activities with being big with their body going outside. I like to do like the bow and arrow with her. We, you know, play baseball. We also have the dog, so we do go on walk, climb trees. I think if it's the weather doesn't permit to go outside, definitely some indoor, maybe fun games, like even um, blowing up the balloon and not letting it touch the ground. The first one touches the ground has to do a couple of, you know, push ups or something. Being creative with just different household materials, you know, even some cereal
2: boxes can maybe help them make a mask.